Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to Steel Wars. I am Steel Saunders that's framed very poorly in the camera. And I do love Star Wars. And um, oh my God, we're here in the uh, the Tokyo Dojo. Mm-hmm. This is E-Honda stage from Street Fighter. That is some sweet action, Hawes. Mm-hmm. Is... I'm going to jump in the tub after we do that. <laughs> If you ever get a chance to get into one of those Japanese tubs, oh, like yeah. an out, outdoor, I did one like an hour out of Japan, out of Japan, out of Tokyo. And um, an exquisite experience. Right on. I'll definitely add it to the list. Hey, so some of those... Particularly like- good if you're interested in um, elderly Japanese genitals. Not... Because... The bros, the bros had no shame. They right would just on. cruise on past. <laughs> so, uh, from what I understand, I may not be able to go to one of those places because I have tattoos. Say again? Uh, I may not be able to go to one of those places because I have tattoos. Really? Yeah, a lot of Japanese bathhouses won't let you in if you have tattoos. God. You're, ooh, you've been seeing it with a, a notorious street fighting underground location. So yeah, this one's a private one though. You know, it's not open to the public. E Honda gave me the special invite. So, um, very good. The street fighter, uh, interlude the, um, so Hey to everyone that's uh, chatting away on, on YouTube. We're also, I didn't ask you about this halls. I should have, I feel like I've violated your privacy or privacy, but we're also somehow streaming on Instagram at this time. Oh. Okay, that's I think cool. it, I think it disappears at the end, or only goes for an hour. I, I have no idea, but um, it, it was an option. Well, sounds cool to me. We're also on on Twitter, live on Twitter. Sweet, we're everywhere. I, I haven't updated my um, one app on my phone, so I've still got Twitter. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I woke up one morning and it updated on its own. I, I don't let them update on their own. And it's paid off 20 years of not doing it. Yeah. Finally. You, I, finally. I, I still got the bird. Hey, so uh, we're going to run through the the, the latest in, in, in Star Wars news and rumors. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, this is a funny little thing. My, my friend, one of my uh, stand-up buddies, Mick Nevin, right? He's a um, a pretty hardcore touring comic. He's he's everywhere, and um, he, he he sent me t- two pictures of um, some carded Princess Leia Hasbro two packs. Okay, 
like Power of the Force two days. Oh, okay. All right. Now I'm interested. So it's like Leia, and she had soft garments with uh, ceremonial Luke. And I think, I can't remember. There was one, I think the other one was with R2, but I can't remember what she was dressed as. But either way, he sends me these pictures and he goes, oh, these these worth anything. And um, I'm like, oh, you know, like five to twenty dollars, you know. Right. Like, and he's like, oh, I thought it would have been a big score, but um, I uh, do. Do you get messages like that from people where it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, and it's just the most generic. Um, it's like a Force <laughs> oh, yeah. Awakens Poe Dameron or something. It'll or, be no, like for- a, somebody will send me a post on Facebook Marketplace, and they're like look at all this Star Wars stuff. Do you need any of this? And it's all Phantom Menace and, you know, just butting in with some editorial whores. Hawes has just moved into a new house and he's, he's, he's setting up all his stuff. So I get a lot of photos of like previews. This brew doesn't need any more or nothing. No, nah, man, not a, not a bit, not a bit. I'm, I'm you, literally, I have to start doing calculations to see how much wall space I have left. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger house. Mm-mm, mm-mm, that's it. Man, uh, yeah, I've been framing like a madman. We were comparing framing notes a few days ago, too. Ah, oh, so do you actually cut the masks? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hardcore. Yeah, that, listen, buddy. I had to. I was in art school for like three years. I had to put it to good use eventually. Is it hard to cut those mats? Yeah, eh, it kind of depends, like on how complicated the cut is for like an eighteen by twenty four poster. I can knock that out super fast because a, a lot of the stuff I have is eighteen by twenty four. Hmm. Are you normally a um? Like good with your hands? Are you a fumbly person, or are you pretty on point? Um, I can get a little. I'm. I got a little bit of shaky hands going on, but I, I'm pretty good when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, I'm a bit too rough for such intricacies. You just got to have the right tools. I have like a mat cutter and stuff. It makes it really That's right. easy. It's my tools' fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my tools' fault. I chipped my new coffee pot the other day. Exactly. That's my, my hands. <laughs> Clumsy oaf. Very sad. Um, so um, let's let's pipe in with the chat before we get going. We've got Billy Davis. There's a lot of Ewing. Emily Lind. Yeah. Emily Lind, right? Mm-hmm. I did this uh, Twitter post today, and um, it was of some Dune 2 marketing. And it's got a big, like, because LA, there's street posters everywhere. So mm-hmm. it's like every construction site's a billboard. It's it's fan. I, I love it. It's, I, I, it's how I engage in the culture, in popular culture. It's like reading a magazine is just stuck in traffic. Okay. So anyway, um, I'm sick of character posters. Like every, like, I think cartoons got it going when they'd have the stunt casting. Like. Right. But then now all shows and all this, it's just like paint by numbers. It's just these, like I even had, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like Eric 
so-and-so as Xander. And it's like, what does that do for me? Show some scenes, show some emotion. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's what's going to get me buying a ticket. But anyway, so the Dune ones have the big Dune 2 in the background, but then scenes, like there's a fight between the the main guy, Willy Wonka, and, um, you know, the big other guy, like a big final battle. Obviously, I don't follow the franchise too closely. And then there's um, Zendaya, Zendaya um, and Willy Wonka. So it's like, oh, you know, it tells me something. And so I post, I'm going to go see Dune opening weekend just out of thanks that they're not doing character poster marketing. Like within five seconds, reply Emily Lind, and she sends me all this character poster Dune 2 marketing that she's somehow got on file. Yeah, she was waiting. She was waiting. Have you seen those Dune 2 popcorn buckets? (laughs) Gnarly. Good use of the license. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't want to forget about it, but but that's we'll talk about later on the Phantom Menace coming out at cinemas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's going to get people. That's what butts in seats. You do some sweet like item promotion. Yep, like add to the fun and also gouges. Mm-hmm. I'm going regardless, but that double gets me going. And Hawes, as we've established, does not need anything. Mm-mm. Give him nope. something to need. Um, they need to do a Kiati Mundi popcorn bucket. Um, what's this? What about Turbo says? What about a De La Soul reference? What does that mean? I'm not sure. I don't know that it would have been me that made a De La Soul. Did you make a De La Soul reference earlier? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. <laughs> this this is a common thing with people. If you if you look to the chat comment, Emily Lind, I just like Steel to be wrong. What is it with my personality that brings that out in people? I don't know, buddy. I don't have an answer for that one, buddy. You seem immune to it, though. What, wanting you to be wrong? No, no, no. Like, just like, you, you're just a, a just a positive. Like, Emily Lynn's like someone that would enjoy seeing me like, like clip on a sidewalk thing. You, know, you do that like a half trip. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. My I'll wife's like that. <laughs> she laughs very hard. So. Uh, maybe it's because I'm always wrong. And people are like, well, of course he's wrong. I don't know. Maybe that's the difference. Yeah, I think people look to you to find what's right, horse. Apparently, the De La Soul reference was an in-chat reference. So, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't want to get all Sith list and go on about conversations that the listeners can't read. So, Oh, I gotcha. Shots fired. <laughs> You're right. Um all right, let's get Carl Weathers. R.I.P. What a dude. What a legend mm-hmm. and a dude. Mm-hmm. I rewatched the first three Rocky movies in the last few days, and what a good time. No way. Mm-hmm. You're such an algorithmic viewer, Hawes. You just. I'm easy to read. 
That third one. Real good. Real good. I think it's the best one. Because that's a pro wrestling trope and just a, a, a trope in anything. Um, in classic storytelling. It's the, you know, the ex-rival right. joined yeah. up. Running oh. on the beach. Oh. Sorry, these headphones are not sitting right with me at all. Um, oh, slow motion beach action and, mm -hmm. and just the charisma. I have the tiger. Oh, it's the thrill of the fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, it seems so sudden with him, too, you know? Like, it's, it sucks. It's a bummer. Um, Devesh in the chat brings up Arrested Development. He's having a... Um, mm -hmm. He was just watching a prior. So, um, oh, yeah, I feel bad he's watching us. <laughs> dude he might have the eyes of death <laughs> couple more shut your eyes <laughs> but um the fact that he was like you know like a this action macho star and and like in predator and all that and then he went on arrested development as himself mm -hmm. and just did this like out there parody of like the like the fact that he did that i remember just like going he must be so cool to like yeah, get the right. joke so hard yeah and you know like he was also in some of those adam sandler movies which were uh, yeah really right good in. like he had like he to go from being like you know apollo creed and predator into like more comedic stuff like that's pretty impressive and like each uh, each thing is equally as good you know what i mean but i th i sort of think that no one else like they it, what like no one else could have done that role like that because he'd built up his brand in the 80s mm -hmm. yeah of being like such a serious hard guy mm -hmm. that he sort of got to like when he did the comedic stuff if he didn't have that like like that prior cachet it wouldn't be as funny exactly but it was just yeah, it was just so, but yeah, all that stuff about you got yourself a stew, like that is just banging. So good. And, oh, um, and him at Celebration in Chicago, man, when that, like the, at the first Mandalorian panel, electric. That was another thing as well, where it was like, um, I just give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. Like I, ha like I hadn't considered for a second that he was going to come out as Apollo Creed. Right? I don't think anybody did. I don't know but that when, Lucasfilm did. But then when he did, I was just like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, it was so good." Oh, dude, that was that was dope. And 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 like his. He just fits so well into the tone of Mandalorian mm -hmm. with the, um, like, just bringing back that sort of 80s, like, sort of pulpy action. And, and, and even when I was not digging the episode and stuff, like, just the, like, he just delivered stuff so, like, just, like, give On me a brand. bad. It just, he just made it good. It was just mm -hmm. enjoyable sort of thing like to watch.
because he just had that charisma or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Banger. And um, I know you played on the podcast, um, Blue Harvest, my little uh, interview with him. Yep. And, man, he just seemed like such a good guy. Like, I know, man. Because that, that guy's talking to dozens of people that day and to like take that moment to connect in that way it's like you know i've definitely seen interviews with people that uh aren't as cool not from i'm not saying anything you've done but you know watching interviews in the past you've seen people not be as cool in those situations the um but that line that we talked about which is the um you know you might even find he'll look after you or what oh mm-hmm. just donk um so yeah let's uh r.i.p to a uh to a real one mm-hmm. the um and, yeah it, and then you've got like it's just a bummer that like like his character is dope as well mm-hmm. and now it's sort of like because as i said every scene he's in's good right yeah so then I had guaranteed good scenes. I know. Like, do you remember, like, like the change in his character, you know, over those three seasons is really well done. You know, that's one of the better sort of continuing storylines, I think. Because, like, remember when he, he sneaks onto Mando's ship when Mando and Grogu are trying to escape? And he thinks he has him and Mando shoots him. And he's got the Beskar in his shirt and stuff like that. It was, man. What a good character. What a good dude. It's such a good, um, yeah, gradual face turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he, the, the, like, the character rose to his new opportunities sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that wicked thing super crooked in the background? That's driving me insane. Oh, the skate deck? Yeah, it's a little crooked. I didn't notice it until you just mentioned it, though. Bang. Perfect. Oh, because that's what I do in the shop. Like I've, I get photos of it and, and, and freak. Right. Like, oh, can you just move this a little bit? So, especially after I get back from Australia, because I'm fresh in the rearranging mode, mm-hmm. I get home and I'm like, I was complaining to you, the spoons were in the wrong thing in the kitchen drawer. I had to do some rearranging. I get it. <laughs> it's um, yeah. Some of us have got real big problems, Hawes. Yeah, man. Building shelves, framing, rearranging, putting the spoons back in the right place. Lot, lot going on. Bloody hell. But, um, and or wraps. That's exciting. It's, I don't know, it's daunting. Can't, like, it's got to be that good again. Yeah, like, I mean, the thing is, like, I honestly thought they were done. Um, so here and they, it didn't seem like they had a ton to do like a week or two. Was it something like that? Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if, um, maybe cause they were, go- they were going a little bit like Past. through the writer's strikes and stuff. Yeah. So maybe then they use the extra time to like, yeah, let's redo that. Maybe could be. Yeah. Cause I think, um, yeah. Couldn't Gilroy not do stuff? Like there was like a thing where because he's got three jobs or something he's like yeah there, it was it's kind of complicated but I remember him 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 not being able to be as involved as he normally would be 
I um but oh ah so when's that meant to be? Twenty twenty next year, I guess. Five. Yeah, it was gonna be this year, and honestly, it feels like if they wrapped so early this year, they probably could have gotten it out this year, but they might just be wanting to spread everything out, you know. Yeah, I, I think at the end it's uh it's not they're not rushing. Do you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. they want to like now now more than ever whores, because you know streaming's dead now. <laughs> so they um after 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 Bob told us streaming was the future, it's um well we're past the future now. Mm-hmm. Beyond now the future, the, we're in the present. Mm-hmm which is the most frightening future of them all. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think they're, they're going to be pretty happy with their two live actions a year. Yeah, that, that kind of seems like it would would uh, shake out. Um, it does seem like things are going to get spread out a little more because they're also not going to be producing as much content for the streaming service as well, right? Yeah. Where's droid tails, Steel? Droids don't have tails. I'm not sure Apparently if you noticed not. that. R2-D2, no tail. C-3PO, no tail. Mm-mm, Gonk not droid, a not a tail. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's evaporated. But um, the... Uh, <laughs> Maybe we'll just touch on that for now. The um, So what's the end deal with the Mandalorian and uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu? That's what the film's called, yeah? And, and, and I, 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 I was in a Facebook discussion. I very rarely get into one, right? Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes I'll just see a post and I'll just like, shh. But... Um, the person was making the point of um, Deadpool and Wolverine. Okay. The movie title. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, if you like this, why are you complaining about the Mandalorian and Grogu? Because it's the same thing. It's just like, who's in the movie? Mm-hmm. And I commented, which they were very shocked by. <laughs> It was like I, I thought Deadpool and Wolverine was on purpose a bad title. Like I, I just thought it was so it was just meta, just saying right. this is what like this is the main thing you need to know. Right. Right. The um have you seen the trailer for it? Oh yeah, that's the only thing I watched from that and the Planet of the Apes trailer. That's all yeah. I it, I thought it, it looked pretty sick. I, I really like the X-Men, and there was a lot of X-Men stuff going on in there, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I, I, I it's it's getting me an opening weekend. Yeah, I think I'll probably... Just because it looked like fun to like yeah. hear people laugh at and stuff. Although yeah. I don't think I liked the second one that much. It wasn't very good. Oh, okay, good. I did it again. The um, Oh, I've got my... um. I've got the I've got my shill sweater on today. Nice, nice. That's a nice sweater. It's not bad. The um, but I, I still, even though I've got it on, I've still got varying opinions. So, I've. It's not. It, I've got another. It's it's so cold, mm-hmm. like for LA, here. But the other thing is, it's it's 
don't don't lean back like this guy doesn't know cold. I know I don't know cold. Horse. Oh no, that wasn't that wasn't lean back. I was just getting comfy to listen to you. But the houses here aren't built for the cold. Not Do you know what I mean? Insulation and stuff. Yeah, like so our windows are all those slat windows that can like they're all like eight different bits of glass. So it's mm-hmm. never airtight. Right. So cold gets in and stuff. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is I've got two hoodies on. So the Lucasfilm one isn't touching my skin directly. So it's not affecting. Oh, I see. Well, I think it might just be that you're a PSYOP, right? What the hell's a PSYOP? I don't know, man. I see people using it on the internet, but I think Lucasfilm hired you to be a little critical. And then when the new stuff starts hitting, you start being real excited again. And then everybody's like, look, they turn it around. It must be great. You're a PSYOP. There's there's one way for them to do that. Uh, two ways. Just two? Okay, what are yeah. the two ways? Well, they just make banging stuff that suits okay. me perfectly. Fair enough. Or, or I become a psyop. <laughs> so, Lucasfilm, if you're listening, get out the checkbook and he's along well, for the ride. I, I have to be honest. This is very controversial, pause. Mm-hmm. But like, like, yeah, like what a sick job. Right? Oh, not controversial in my opinion, Steele. Pay me to talk positively about Star Wars. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I can't rule it out. Right. No. Well, I mean, for me, it's probably not super in the realm of possibility, but you should certainly not rule it out. I like, like to be honest, I, I really think it would be a waste of marketing dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it went in the black ops, you know, they've just got that, yeah. um, mm-hmm. that, that Lucius department of, um, it's probably called LucasArts or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like uh, in the Super Bowl ad, um, the Disney Plus one said, Where oh, stories, where stories live forever. <laughs> so i reposted yeah. it with a willow no, they, they did not do that yes all right it's been nice i'll talk to you guys later so that's like, a warwick davis yeah you know it's not the biggest of deals you have to know a fair bit to uh to get the irony so, yeah but that's I, I, oof it's funny though. If you like to, it nitpick. is funny. Oh, it is gold. funny. Um, ah, oh, do you know people have watched Bad Batch? I saw that. So while I was waiting, maybe I was waiting at the frame shop. I was going through. Oh, wait. I'm just sorry. I've just seen this. Tom Chansky, I leaned back when I talked about how I know cold or something. Mm hmm. Um, I was looking through social media and I saw people talking about having seen like the first eight episodes or something. It seemed pretty positive. They and I also saw somebody saying that it was a really good idea for them to do three episodes for the premiere. So I wonder what that's all about. Do you know what it normally means? Hmm. That the first, first... couple are slow. <laughs> 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 like I how know. could it how could it mean anything than that i don't know man 
Maybe something cool happens at the end of the second one that you want to see the next one immediately. Or maybe it's slow. I don't know. I do find the cartoons are like in the end more rewarding to watch in like a th- like a, a thing like that. I eight would like that would tire me out. Mm-hmm. But like to watch three at once, which is I guess is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um actually I reckon I could just go one. Yeah, you know, hey, I'll, I'll, I like I'll watch Wars all season. three. I'll watch right. all three, but but to be honest, like for my schedule, I, I, let's give us one a week. Controversial. You know, honestly, I like Star Wars season, so if that means it would get stretched out further, I'd be down with one a week. You know? Yeah, yeah. It makes it fun, something to look forward to every week. The moment of anticipation. Exactly. Do you know that quote? Of course I do, Rocky Horror. I- Right? Rocky Horror. Isn't that Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, dude. And it could be if I just I didn't was complete, get it. If I no, was no, completely if I just, wrong. No, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be good, but cold. Um, no, what I was going to say, it could be if I just didn't know a Simpsons thing was a reference to something else. And I've just taken that as the, the like the first version. The origin of the bit? Yeah. It's when the French guy, the bowler, is getting ready to go on his bowling date with Marge. Very early episode. It is a very early episode. Like season two? It's got to be in the first two, I'd say. Yeah, I've seen a lot. I'd say like the first four seasons of Simpsons, I've seen a ton because they would run them in reruns when I was a kid a lot. Um, So it's somewhere in that range. I think it is earlier. I um I did notice in all the very um positive Bad Batch three um posts, um Aubrey says to buckle up, pause. Okay. Um that that she might be having a go at your wheelchairing abilities. You think so? I everything about the internet. Of- Believe me, every, believe maybe. <laughs> every dude, everything about the internet's always about you. Okay, that's the one thing every internet user should know. I don't think that's a healthy way to approach it, buddy. It's the only way I know. You got it. Got it. Buckle up for the Bad Batch season three in a dark twist and some action-packed storytelling, this heart-filled show picks up where we loft off with gusto. How long does she spend composing this tweet? This is a, like... I think she just... She probably just fired that off the top of her head. I don't even know if it was composed. Just stream of consciousness. That is very... um, Professional-sounding? Yeah, she's got a a huge career in in copy editing. Is that what it's called? I I just heard it on TV shows. Maybe her and Corey are a psyop. Corey. <laughs> you Corey's know Corey a... was a psyop because he would call and tell you, hey, Steele, I'm a psyop. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Corey was a psyop and he was an agent gone rogue and then they, like, you know, they had to send out. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. is that... Is that every like, uh, 
a born identity movie. Yeah, or half the Mission Impossibles. Mm-hmm. The um ah, oh, I saw a bit of that latest one. How was it? It was just so ludicrous. Like they were just doing this scene where everyone they're in this nightclub and they're all revealing themselves of like, mm-hmm. I'm with this person, but I'm with this person. And then this like AI thing reveals itself to be the leader. Oh, I should spoiler alert. And it's just ridiculous. It's just so convolutedly like you've done too much. You've, you've, mm-hmm. this, this, this is eight too many impossible missions. Man, that franchise has been going for a second too. But then I saw a little bit of a train and, um, this thing, they were running off this train that was falling off. Dazzling. Oh, really? Yeah. And that kind of what people go to see is like, oh, is this the one where Tom Cruise is going to kill himself doing a stunt? You bring up an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Like, Jackie will get like just manic about something, like manically hyped. Mm-hmm. So, She's very excited and, and, and like to her own peril, she, she was very excited about Usher, the, the, the Super Bowl performance coming up, right? Okay. Which has been just to confirm, but, um, it must've been on Friday. She's at work texting me and she's like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this Usher halftime show, right? Mm-hmm. By midday, she's convinced me to go see Usher live in LA somewhere. It's just escalated. It's, the hype. That is quite, that escalated quickly. Right. So then the her afternoon thing was John Wick, the John Wick film series, which mm-hmm. I believe there's four of. And, and that we've. All good. We've never seen them, right? Oh, you got it. Okay. And so she got this bee in her bonnet about how we're missing out on this cultural touchstone or something like just so like, yeah, everyone's seen it. It's really probably like, <laughs> and I'm like, but um, like, you know, people watch it. The main thing they watch it for is for like, like violent gunplay and fight scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, you don't really like violent gunplay and fight scenes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if that's the main thing they're focusing on, like, I don't think the story is going to be that good. Like when you take out, like, I, I, I think the violent gunplay and fight scenes like pads out the story. Like that's what makes you sort of go with it. So if you don't like this bit, I, I don't think you're going to like that bit. So if the main thing people watch the show is for things that you don't enjoy, I, I would um, not watch them. And so it was decided that if the John Wick, oh, no, I think I did actually, I did agree to one actually in the end. You should, like, I think you guys should give the first one a go. I really like them. And I think the story is actually pretty cool. Okay. But um, just to make a final point about her, like, things that she Mm -hmm. gets into and how they're a bit perilous or might just drop off. 
Um, when Usher was performing live on stage at the Super Bowl. Did she cancel plans to go see him in LA? She was at Trader Joe's. Oh. So she didn't even see the performance. She's asked me this morning, what was it like? And I'm like, oh, he roller skated. It was awesome. Um, if he roller skates like in his live show as well, mm -hmm. bring it on. Because okay. boy, I, as a young boy, I I I, I was treated at my my school to a bit of culture a bit of theater Lloyd webbers starlight express oh okay do you know about this I'm they're trains sure. but they're actually humans on roller skates and they do perilous roller skating routines through like skateboard half pipe type formations well, between singing, do you think I'm making this up? I, I I know you're not making it up, but I've never heard. Now I'm going to get real interested <laughs> in checking something out. Be framing yeah. a Starlight Express poster before too long. Yeah. I was actually in that same, it's the like where they play the Australian Open. That's oh, okay. where Starlight Express was. And I was there in January and I did comment to someone and go, I saw, I saw Starlight Express here. It was pretty good. Nice. Looked bigger oh. when I was little. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Let me ask you something. When was the last time you were actually like kind of excited for a Super Bowl halftime show? Or do you even track that sort of thing? Fair enough. We can move along. Never mind. Keep it. Keep it going. <laughs> of all the oh. times to sip a coffee, <laughs> I thought the Dr. Dre one was pretty sick, though. I thought that one was sick. I didn't watch it in the moment, but I watched it later, and I thought that one was sick. I think before that, I was stoked for Lady Gaga, but I can't remember one before that. Um, yeah, no, it's, yeah, like, like in Australia, you have to be into, like, it's on Monday morning, do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, wait, so you got to be into it to even check it out. Yeah, oh, they actually had it on one, uh, we must have had a day off or something, but, and it was on television, and I was, like, at school, possibly primary school, and it was the one where one of the players, his leg breaks while he's doing a, a play, and like you saw the bend in slow motion of the leg. So like in the eighties, I guess. Um, and I was like, oh, no, thanks. That's gnarly. Oof. Yeah, that's not one I'd be trying to tune in for. I, I do remember being particularly shocked that they kept playing the game. Oh, that they didn't just wrap it up. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um. Yeah. So everyone loves the Bad Batch. That's seen it. That's good. I. I um. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't think I'd want eight at my disposal. It'd feel yeah, more like that's a half chore. the season, right? Yeah, and then it spoils. Yeah. 
but that's just like me. then you don't have anything to look forward to for five weeks like right once the show starts airing i don't know yeah i don't know that i'd want eight either but um but they did they so did. they did mm-hmm. um oh what do you think about this um asage Ventress? I think it's cool that she's back. I think it's a little goofy that they're reconfiguring that whole story from what's in the book. Now, I've read that book. It's been a while. I can't remember how she dies in that book, but I remember feeling kind of definite, you know? Well, doesn't like... She has like a full burial under in a swamp or underwater or something. I kind of remember, like I said, I, that's one of the few that I read like right around the t- time it came out, and it's been a while. King Tom's in chat; he could probably give us a quick synopsis. He's leaning back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The um, this is my thing. Like, how crucial is it? Like, in the end, like, how crucial is her being back to the ongoing story? I guess we're gonna find out, right? Yeah, it's just, oh, this is the expert commentary we look for for t- to mm-hmm. King Tom. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Dude, that's my line. Mm-hmm. Um, just just leave some people dead. Like, Yeah, that's totally fine. Like, like, just, it's like that chess, like, that chess piece is off the board. Like just work around it, because mm-hmm. it's just it's it's and I know some people like like to look back at Star Wars, right? Like a lot of times you you know like the the like the Phantom Menace or whatever. Oh, the the dialogues. I don't like the dialogue, and it's like well, the dialogue's always been bad, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 does that mean it's like a trope of Star Wars or? It's just always been bad. Like John, like is it mm-hmm. paying homage or um so so like that whole thing of like well everyone always comes back in Star Wars and it's like well is that paying homage or is that just repeating something well, that's not good? It doesn't necessarily feel like everybody coming back in Star Wars is like a trope from the beginning, right? Like it's not like Tarkin comes back, you know, and Empire Strikes Back or something. You know what I mean? Like, so where, what was the origin of the everybody comes back in Star Wars? Well, 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 it does More in Star recently. Wars. Ben Kenobi comes back. Well, yeah, as a ghost. A yeah, but he ghost. still comes back. Like, that's fair. Okay. Like, that's like when you look at, like, um, The Rise of Skywalker. There's like 10 characters or something that come back. Maybe more. Oh, like the, the Rise of Skywalker is a two-hour fake, a death fake-out movie, like, and that and that's ignoring all the voiceovers at the mm-hmm. end. But there's mm-hmm. just so many. If it's like Force or even like you know Hans, there's so many people that even yeah, all got faked out. It's just yeah. So, but I just feel like that's it's just too common. And I like agree. like the what like is the addition to the story worth the burning of like 
viewer engagement in the emotion. Like, right. do you know what I mean? Like, why should I care if they when someone dies at this point? Right? Yeah. Like, like for end of Mandalorian season two, when Luke came, like, like part of the emotion was that Ma that Grogu and the Mandalorian are going to be separated for all this time now. Like, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And now, when I watch it, I don't have that emotion because I know that doesn't. Like they're back together episodes later, seemingly. Right. Right. But um Aerochick says uh it started with Maul. Now see that's kind of what I was thinking, like the most what about, recent what what about Boba Fett? That was before um the Phantom Menace. Well, he came back in the books and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But that's it's it's weird, like it, that feels weirdly separate nowadays, but like Maul is a big one because that's a death that is seeming very definitive in the movie. He's cut in half, right? And then now we know that in between episode two and three, Maul was just all over the place. Everybody kept running into him. That's a cool story, though. I think that one actually does pay off pretty well. That one took me a while. Mm -hmm. like, I, I remember being very hesitant about it because they teased it before they actually did it. Like, I don't think I even, like, maybe not until that's, was it the seventh season of the Clone Wars? Like the, the, the Corey's one, Corey's mm -hmm. like premonition. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It wasn't until the uh, other times I was just like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of goofy. Like I just never, mm -hmm like could click in with it and like the spider leg that whole it just seemed a bit fantastic for me it certainly does and i still don't know how that man i mean i still don't know how that man survives post getting cut in half there just seems to be some vital systems that he can't access anymore yeah and and, and i don't know sometimes like in something like Star Wars, I feel like death, like it grounds it because mm -hmm. everything's like, there's so many powers and mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And, and, and like, you know, the powers aren't real. So the climax is sort of vague to the situation. Like, you know, the end of a Marvel film where it's like, shh, 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 like, eh, shh. oh, you won. Why didn't you do that at the start? I don't know. But, um, hold on. <laughs> Can I just pause real quick? Was that, so, did you have a specific Marvel character in mind that you were just emulating? All of them. At the oh, end, okay. it's... <laughs> <laughs> to me, I thought, I was like, wow, Steel's auditioning for Iron Man, and it kind of works. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a great pun on my name, Hawes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Turbo says, Maul returning was George's idea. Then he made it Filoni's mm -hmm. problem to figure out how to make it happen. Oh, we know. We know whose idea it was. Uh, guy's a lunatic. Oh, that's why I love him, though. He's a madman. McClunky. What madness. Just one last thing out the door. Like, like he's at this noodle bar. 
lulling us into submission, but he's just playing this like 24 pie D mm-hmm. chest. Dropping the McClunky in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just think like either think harder before you kill these people. Oh, well, so if you want my honest opinion, they never thought like they did that book thinking we're not going to do any more Clone Wars. There's certainly not going to be any, you know, stories that precede Clone Wars or precede uh, come after Clone Wars in animation. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think they probably could have sat down and thought about it and decided, well, why to kill her off when she can show up somewhere down the line? Um, it's a really good book. Like, I remember that being one that I actually really enjoyed, so it's kind of a bummer. Now, you know, I know when they showed her in the trailer, they mentioned that they do acknowledge the book and and brought her back with that in mind, so we'll see. She's going to be a clone. She's Asajj. I don't know. Coming back from the dead is now my currently my biggest fear in Star Wars. Okay. Because of all those tombs or whatever that got dragged onto the ship in Ahsoka. Like, mm-hmm. There's some I just, dead folks on there. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to go. Like, that's a that's a pretty big if they do it right for me. Because I guess we got to see. I saw, I saw some people come back from the dead at, in the finale of Ahsoka and they did not do it right. IMO. Pause. I am a... Oh, in, in my your opinion. opinion. Okay. All right. Um, what else have we got? Oh, here's here's a little video for the next bit of a uh, little bit of toy news, Hawes. Ooh, toy news? I might uh, not even know about this. Pretty older, older toy news. Have you seen this? No! They're doing an E-Wing? Holy crap. That's sick. I better go full screen. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting this. An E-Wing? That's sick. Love oh, it. we better listen in. Outside of the expanded universe. It's in canon, and we've got a great look. I think that music might do something to us. So It looks insane. It looks so sick. I'm getting this immediately. I had no idea they were doing this. Well, how could you? Dark Empire. Look at it. Who would have thought? I bring this up. It's so sick. To ask. Uh Uh-huh. Why would you not have this out when the show's out and and the ship's on the show and people are the most excited? The most amount of people are the most excited and thus would be most prompted to spend their money on an item. Yeah, because otherwise, you know who you get? Dudes like me that are like, they're doing an E-Wing? I don't care when it comes out. My house is full of stuff and I want to make it more full. That's what I'm, I'm doing. Shelving. It's going to be nicely displayed. All right. That's the it's plan. a um, it 
the the actual the toy is like exquisite. I'm not sure how much it is. I, 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 I bet you it's a hundred to hundred and fifty bucks if I had to guess. I, I got a feeling it's a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say you have to buy the... You have to buy it on Hasbro Pulse Hors. Okay, that's good to know. When's it set to come out? Whew. Um, I don't know. Four years from now. Where's is they don't have a link. Can you not put links in right there? Oh, Hawes is typing. Yeah, I, I said I can't. Hasbro Pulse. Here it goes. Okay, no, 100 bucks. $99.99. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. The, the way how they don't line these up is. It's weird. Like they they can't be doing it for secrecy. They can't sh- be. Yeah. Well, I see that because like, like to be honest, if I'm going to put my sihap um, implant in here, Hawes. Okay, let's do this. If it is done for secrecy, like for one, like they just announced it, right? Mm-hmm. I have not read any articles about leaked E-Wing image or like, do you know what I mean? Like, so it didn't leak Mm -mm. because even if it did leak, even though everyone knows it's in the show, like, you know, people would like to see the mock-up of the toy. I know. Remember during the force awakens getting those unpainted, like, like characters next to Chewbacca. Christmas morning. Are you talking about waking up and they're being like, Oh, Force Awakens figures leaked, and I said, I'm "Looking at those, I am looking at those." Was it literally Christmas morning, or you're just using those? No, it was phrase? like Christmas. Yeah, it was like. Oh, okay. okay. So I was like, "What a time to drop that!" Right. But um, yeah, I don't know. Is this like, like, is it for if it is for secrecy? It's so misguided because I was going to mm-hmm. I was going to turn on my psyop implant and um for free and say like if it did leak like before the series came out like probably positive buzz positive i know i would have been like they're doing Pro- wings probably wow. probably do the show more good than harm i would say i said that's not something that you, needs to be kept secret you know you you would probably in the end it's a butterfly effect but probably make more money, have more intense, you know, just slightly. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it'll be a positive. But the images never leak, so that can't be a thing. So the other thing is, is it just like, well, I guess the third thing is that they just don't realise that people spend more money during the actual media, which I, I just like. It's hard to imagine they can't realize that. That said, that said, Hawes, Bob Iger was quoted in the last week Being saying like, he's can't noticed how much video games kids play these days. I saw his that. Kids are playing video games. Yeah. I I, I did jest that uh, next week he will announce that they're going to license character toys. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, and that E-Wing, it's not set to come out until December 1st of this year. So it's not like you order it now and you get it 
it's it's still you know basically a year away well it makes no difference mm -mm. because like but... if you get it to, you've got the same amount of i would say um if you're going to do it at a random time um <laughs> josh chapman disney just for oh, i can't even <laughs> disney just dropped four billion on pong they're about to do a Atari extended universe. Pong. Pongiverse. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If you are just going to do it at a random time and that's the amount of lead time you need, then it's, it's, it's actually well timed because people can, Oh, this will be my Christmas present. Right. Yeah. Now that now Billy brings up a good point. Like that, where it really, I think, hits and makes the least amount of sense is stuff like this. It's like Leia's little robot from Obi-Wan. If they sold that at Celebration, I definitely would have bought one. But now I see it in Target and just walk by. If I had saw, was it Lola? Was that the name mm -hmm. of the little droid? If there was a Lola on the shelf while that um, show was airing, I absolutely would have gotten one. It would have been the Sphero BB-8 of the season. Yeah, because you, you're buzzing. And the mm -hmm. new little cute thing, like, mm -hmm. you know, during Ahsoka, if you gave me, like, the little turtle character, I'd be like, oh, I'm in Target and it is here. Mm -hmm. um, little he turtle guy. Cute. Mm -hmm. Little turtle guy are my, vehicle. It's my second favorite animal behind the cat. Okay. All right. So... Harry actually very cutely always finds the turtle display in Petco and goes, look, daddy, it's your favorites. That's cool. It's I have a feeling you, you guys might have a pet turtle in your future at some point. Yeah. I had I'm, a pet I'm, turtle so, when I was a kid. I'm happy to go without. Like I, I, like, I don't know if we're cut out for pet turtle ownership. They sound, they, they seem very delicate. Fair enough. Um, mm. But, um, and I, I don't know if I'm ready to form yet. I'm ready to like clean up yet another life forms feces mm -hmm. as a yeah, regular thing. A big thing. Yeah. yeah big I'm thing. already, I've already got a couple going. So mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> I've only cool. taken so far, horse. I hear, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Josh says uh, Hasbro can't even get a celebration exclusive in stock for celebration. I like with that. I just think it's like, oh, we had to do it one year, and it was it, it was easier. Hmm. So let's just do it easier. I don't without like the actual because like, it's so fun. Oh, I just yeah yeah. Well, it's like with this Phantom Menace. Um, oh, it's actually the next little thing, the Phantom Menace um, re-release. Mm -hmm. It's like I was thinking, like. I'm definitely going to go. Oh, yeah, me too. But if someone said, oh, you can just watch it by yourself in a cinema, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's it's like the, it's more the like the experience and the fun with the other people mm -hmm. that is the intrinsic, like special something that, that is that like, oh, I'm definitely going mm -hmm. on, on the week it's on because like that's some limited time fun. And, and, and that's like a similar thing with actually, you know, having the toys at Celebration or, or like having the toys like during or, or prior to the series. But 
I don't know, but like, that's the thing. The other option is that they're just like really unorganized. And like, that seems to be like, when you look at like the movies and like all the changes, it like, it's kind of like, makes sense. Cause it all fits listen, in. Marvel legends does not have pro- problems having product out when there's Marvel stuff, you know? They get the G.I. Joe stuff out, but there's not like a tie-in either, so that is a little different. Um, It's a big year for me for things I am acutely interested in re-releasing in the theaters because in a couple of weeks they're putting a Final Fantasy movie back in the theaters to hype up for the new game, and I've already got a ticket and I'm going. I am so excited. So is that animated? Yeah, CG animated. Oh, okay. Have they ever done a real person one? Mm-mm. Oof. That makes me nervous. Oh, really? Why? I don't know, man. I don't know how you would pull off that stuff in live action. Have you heard of Mr. John Favreau? Oh, I have. I have heard of him. And look, love the dude. Please don't do a movie of Final Fantasy VII, John Favreau. <laughs> I think we might want to maybe that guy maybe that guy that just directed the new Godzilla movie could direct the new Final Fantasy movie if they ever did it. I haven't seen that. I, I hear it's like the best one and really good and all that good stuff. I um I watched it and it is phenomenal. It's really good. Hmm. Um all right. I I sort of want to watch it out of curiosity of how one can be really good. Because it just doesn't really interest me that much, so I'm just like, oh, what's a really good one? I've seen I've seen some really bad ones. Yeah. Um. Remember that um the one where Puff Daddy did the theme song for? Oh, with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, like the film wasn't that good, but Puff Daddy's film clip. Oh my god! Wow! 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 Oh, in the rain. And the dun 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 dun. I guess you guys. There were some really good uh, fast food tie-ins with Taco Bell in that movie at the time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, we used to, we 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 used to miss out on so much. Like of mm-hmm. like I remember Pizza Hut had the the special boxes for Star Wars Special Edition, and I the the thing that made the pizza box not hit the pizza, mm-hmm. which I don't even know if Australian pizza places had them yet, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like just as a device, like as an invention. But the fact that there was like a Millennium Falcon one or something, I was just like, America. And now I'm here uh, freezing my ass off. Yeah, and there's no Star Wars Pizza Hut to be had. I remember one time going, riding with my mom to pick up a pizza pizza hut and she came out with a X-Men animated series VHS that she got for getting the pizza. And I was like, this is one of the best days of my life. We got, um, we bought a, a three pack of BASF. I believe the brand was, um, VHS tapes from Maya Frankston. And we got a VHS copy of the last Starfighter. Oh, okay. Attached. So that's something just wait there for two sex. There used to I, be um, a... I've, I've got a reply to a very important text. I'll, I'll vamp. 
VHS promotions used to be. So you don't get the reference? Oh, I I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about the Blue Harvest podcast from this week, and I had Will Vamp, and now I'm doing I'm doing you the buddy. Band. The way you said very, you should have just said. I just got a reply to a text, but because you said very important, it was like it made it sound bad. Yeah, I know. I'm weird. I'm an odd man. Um, I used to love a VHS promotion. There was one one time when you could get a VHS with your McDonald's order, but it was nothing I was interested in. It was like Dancing with Wolves was one of them, and like maybe a couple. It was around Christmas time. I, I feel like the other movies were kind of Christmas themed, but I remember giving away VHSs. You know, in the latter years of VHS's run. Well, I'm not sure if America got this, and I'm praying that they didn't. So it's like a a we win situation. But um, towards the end of VHS, McDonald's Australia had an Indiana Jones VHS with meal or something. Like, I feel like they might have done that over here too. Damn it! You know what? I feel like. Because I remember, do you remember when they re-released Young Indiana Jones on VHS and they put them in chronological order? So on the side of each tape, it had the order it was in the series and it ended with the movies. Like they, the movies had their own number mm. and stuff. No, no, but but I appreciate it. I like a good spine. Uh, uh-huh, me too. Collabo. All right. Indiana Jones, VHS, McDonald's. There's a commercial... Seven ninety five each. Yep. I do remember those. I remember seeing, they just give like what? They're just giving them away. Yeah. Where's the profit margin? Nineteen ninety one, which I guess would have probably been around the time Last Crusade was hitting VHS. Maybe, maybe not. That seems a little late for that, actually. Yeah. No, it was after like no one was buying them anymore. Right, yeah. Because, like, you wouldn't... Because you got all three over several weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't have the seven ninety nine if it had just come out. It would be... $30 like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 80 mm-hmm. 90 Um. So, yeah, Phantom Menace re-release. This was all teased with... um. The Empire Magazine uh, article with the the hello there tease, which I you guys talked about it on Blue Harvest last week, the day of the hello there tease. So, like for everyone that's Mm. not uh, over it, Empire Magazine tweeted out in the Star Wars blue font on black uh, star background, hello there, and that was like. Maybe it said something coming tomorrow or something. Mm-hmm. And um, you recorded that Eve and you were set to, you dare to dream, Horst Burkhart. What, what, I like what, to what, dream big, Steel. What, 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 what were some of your guesses? Let's um, let's um, review in. Um, oh, I mean, the one, the one guess was the one everybody was going with, which was uh, some sort of announcement of a second season of Obi Wan, right? That was the most popular one I saw. Now, with that one, I'm going to review fan expectation. This is mm-hmm. like grading Just, things. Okay. Like that one is just so highly unlikely that they'd announce it in a that way. Mm-hmm. Right. But then you like, um, 
you got to think, well, what a sort of foolhardy tease, given that, like, if you tease something using Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's where people. And, and, and like, the fan base is waiting to find out if there's a new one or not. And, you know, and you McGregor's reason, like, yeah, reason I, I'm waiting for him to call. Like, mm-hmm. which, whenever they say, um, you know, I haven't got the call yet. It's it's like, oh, yeah, so you definitely got the call. No, I I think it's like passive aggressive. Like, well, if they called, oh, but like, because like he wants to do it. Yeah, but um, yeah that 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 that's a big if they do it right. <laughs> I, I like. They'd really have to turn the volume down. I would have like to keep the integrity, the integrity of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that's like I would love for them to do another one because I like the first one so much. But I really want to know what the idea is for a second one because it kind of seemed like they did it all in the first one. You know what I mean? Mm. It can't be another rematch with him and Vader. It just can't be. Mole. Oh, bring him back again. Well, no, because that would be you can have you can have you can have a fly wings this time or something. Uh, imagine him flying around. So imagine that, the- right? Phantom Menace, right? Instead of getting cut in half, it gets cut in half like down the middle. So like the front of him's there, but the back of him's gone. And instead of getting spider legs, he gets a fly back, a robot fly back. Oh. And he's like, and then he can flutter around as he like lightsabers. If they do Maul, like, so that would mean Obi-Wan and Maul meet before they meet in Rebel. Like, yeah, man, it'd get real complicated. And then who's going to play Maul? None of the options are great. But we also have to be strategic in our, um, in our worries, Hawes. Because, like, you know, like, it's... Star Wars fans' true biggest fear is nothing's going to get released. So it's like, eh. Well, it's something. Let's go along <laughs> like, for the ride. No, but even, like, well, it doesn't matter. I don't think it's going to, like... Like, like, like on, the, on the Disney list where it's got, like, untitled Star Wars film... I read it as uncancelled Star Wars film. Because it's just like, whatever one, we're not cancelled. Mm-hmm. Get in mm-hmm. there, you crazy kid. Could be Boba. Nathan Roberts said, could be Boba Fett. The, um, it's Nathan, it's a very sensitive, um, Mm-mm. Very sensitive topic you've hit on. You got me. But um, anyway, so Empire's got this 25th anniversary Phantom Menace retrospective with mm-hmm. interviews with like Natalie Portman and Hayden and and, and the whole whole squad. Um, sans Jake Lloyd, um, who's you know hasn't had a good time and is wisely sort of out of public view, mm-hmm. um, or you know just like because that was his whole thing. It was just like. It just made him so paranoid. Everyone always looking at him, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, so they did this tease and it was a 
like a 25th anniversary retro, which like it's cool. I've read cool things and I've seen cool photos, but it's just like, like just, it just seems, I don't know. It's just like, it doesn't really matter. It's only 24 hours, but it's just like inept. I'll say this. Like, it's, I don't it's, know it's why I didn't cumbersome. think, I didn't think to myself, Oh, it's the 25th anniversary of Phantom Menace this year. That's what they're referring to. If I had put that together, I might've, not gotten so hyped on the things that were never going to happen. The, um, but we just did the 20th and obviously it's five years ago. So but mm -hmm. time flies, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't like, I, I don't, I don't know if my enthusiasm's ready to rev up every five years. Like I'm down to go see the film, but I'm not going to get a big wave of, like, oh, it's the 25th year. Right, right. I would imagine, you know, if if this goes over, well, I'd imagine we'll probably be seeing these for the next six years, maybe, you know, because the 25th of Attack of the Clones will be in three years and then Revenge of the Sith three years from that. Yeah, bring it on. Like, yeah, if I you're going to show up for a week or whatever, a limited run, it's, it's like, you know, do it on star wars day week and do you know one a year and you know just to get that as i was saying that buzz that communal buzz even though it's a film you've seen and, and it's sometimes it's so fun you just hear people laugh at stuff that you never, never think of yeah or, yeah um i remember right it was a return of the jedi special edition what was that like 96 or something like that 96 or 97 i think it's 96 actually I, th I reckon it might be 97 just based on when i think of what job i had but anyway it's neither here or there but um in the premiere which yeah it was a midnight premiere star walking inc in the city and there's a scene with the emperor and darth vader and um they're talking about luke skywalker Mm -hmm. And Darth Vader says, I have felt him. And then it, all these people start laughing. And then the Emperor says, strange that I have not. And then they start laughing again. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've never even. You've never put it together like that? No. <laughs> I have, I have a, a, a similar. It was from going to see. It says more about them than me, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Dirty minds. Bastards. Uh, I remember going to see A New Hope, the special edition of A New Hope. And you know when the Jawa jumps out and shoots uh, R2 with the ion cannon and he yeah, jumps yeah, yeah. over? I remember people laughing at that and going like, Gus, that's not funny. They just shot R2-D2 with an ion cannon. Don't y'all know what that means? I don't reckon that's that funny either, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, why are you laughing at him? Man's having a hard day. Yeah, when anything happens to R2, it's it's, it's quite brutal. Mm -hmm. Except in Revenge of the Sith. Because he just had too many tricks. Like, you know, he's getting mm -hmm. bashed around the ship, and I was just like, mm -hmm. ah. You're killing me, R2. He's, got, he's like a, a Swiss army knife. He's got all kinds of attachments. The way they, like they clowned on those super battle droids. It was like, oh, well, you've ruined them now. 
<laughs> like their, their like built up heelish persona is just you know they're kooks now um so what's the deal with this um phantom menace thing like is is everyone gonna get to see this like do you do you have concerns it's gonna show in your area <laughs> i haven't looked to see well, i live in yet. i live in hollywood california the home of show business whores i don't have to sweat nothing yeah i'm hoping it comes here i would imagine it would i oh, see so you haven't looked it up or anything mm, not yet I was stinging from it not being an Obi-Wan season two announcement. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say that poster that the artist made for the cover is real good. I also like the subscriber cover that's all the Phantom Menace toys. Love the su subscriber cover. Mm -hmm. Didn't like the poster. Okay, fair enough. Like, like nothing with the the like the capturing of the images. I just didn't like i just didn't think it was very dynamic it was very sort of stagnant like um yeah i don't know it just it didn't didn't click with me so wait there let's um i think what do you think would be um i think if they laced in the announcement it's coming back to theaters with the announcement that they're doing the 25th anniversary. I reckon that could have, um, like, cause you're doing a double punch. Mm -hmm. So it's like two things, like you thought this crazy thing and, and, and like, again, to like reaffirm you're nuts. Oh, I know. But it's not your fault. You're nuts. You've been, you've been turned crazy by the media and Lucasfilm Limited. And PsyOps like steel. <laughs> I'm just toying with you, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm there, very dastardly. But I'm just on the... Dun, 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 dun. I... This is the thing, right? Okay. I'm turning off my PSYOP chip here firmly. Do you think it's weird, like, that you announce this and you announce, like, no other release details? Like, what the, the entire planet is reading this. And, and it's just like, stay tuned to StarWars.com for more on the Phantom Menace's 25th anniversary. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is that normal? Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, in other things. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, what? so what else would... Like, I've seen some people saying what Josh Chapman is saying in chat. Put a Star Wars show trailer before it just for old time's sake. That would be sick. And I'm, honestly, I think Acolyte would kind of make a little sense. It's a prequel to the prequel. All right. On that, mm -hmm. I um, I have seen that pitched on the uh, on the internet. Mm -hmm. They've got the, like an Acolyte trailer just getting dusty. Yeah. From Celebration. Right. The, yeah. Like... 
what's the cost of not putting that at the start? Do you know what I mean? Like, like I just feel, I feel like, like why bother not doing it? Right. Which is Even like if a, it's a, not a triple... exactly like, but like why? So even if it wasn't a trailer, if you just had like a making of thing that kind of explains Acolyte and where it takes place in the timeline and how it's a prequel to, you know, all that, like, I think that would be ex something exciting too. Yeah. Because all that gibberish from, um, like the Acolyte Star Wars gallery, mm -hmm. like after the fact, it's so less exciting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like once because a lot of the time they also like you know to my cynical side like they also seem sometimes full of shit. A little bit. Hey, <laughs> did they ever? Did I miss it or have they put a like a making of Ahsoka thing up yet? They haven't, had they? There's something. There's an Ahsoka mask show. An Ahsoka mask show. I I think it was the I. No, it's like a headdress. Like, you know, it's like a, if you had a, oh, I see mask. like the, the, like, um, I feel like that was the, the like the lead in. Yeah. I feel like that documentary was like the getting the ready for Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, Joe Martinez says, I wonder if it's like Rogue One and they don't want to release a trailer that may have a bunch of scenes not in the show anymore. I don't think they care. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like when they put them in there, um, <laughs> the, um, sorry, I just got an important text message. No problem. Um, just put it in there. Put, like, it doesn't matter. Do I like, do anything to make it like a little bit different and a bit more yeah. exciting? Yeah. And um, yeah, bang it on. Uh, we'll, we'll jump to the Acolyte. Uh, where are we at? Oh, actually, before we do that, well, I've just got this screen open. Um, Disney and Epic Games to create expansive and open games for Entertainment Universe connected to Fortnite. Uh, we talked about Bob Iger's... Uh, quote about mm -hmm. discovering video games um like this is just so whatever to me how important is this to your world horse i'm excited about it but i can't get very like really excited about it until i know exactly what they're doing because the press release is a lot of like corporate speak so i'm very cautiously excited about it because i'm a sucker from for some star wars fortnite skins so and and so with the skin do you get like additional star wars powers like mm -mm. no so it's all cosmetic because they don't want it to be it, ch it changes nothing about the gameplay nope but how do you care because <laughs> it's cool i get to look like boba fett or ray or obi-wan you don't have a jetpack or a lightsaber Sometimes you can't. So that's the cool thing about Fortnite is they have limited time events where they might have a Star Wars event for a month where there are lightsabers and force powers scattered across the map. And that is 
awesome. And they do it for other stuff too. They do it for like a lot of anime and they had an Indiana Jones event one time. Could you get a whip? Mm-hmm. Don't mind that. I have an Don't Indiana mind Jones. That at all. I have an Indiana Jones skin and his glider, you know, in Temple of Doom when they jump out of the plane with the survival raft. That's what his glider is. It's sick. It's so good. God, that survival raft thing's good. Mm-hmm. Oh. So anyways, Collider's saying that the Star Wars The Acolyte sets summer 2024 release window. Okay. Exclusive in brackets. Well, Should we not talk about it? I don't care. I'm fine to talk about it. it All right, I'll just I'll just liquid paper my screen that word off. Mm-hmm. Just... Mm-hmm. I would say it seems um, makes sense to me. If they're doing two live action shows this year, I would assume one in summer, one in fall. Yeah, summer's a long time away. Yeah, but you got to think we're going to have Bad Batch until the first week in May, right? Then there's the Phantom Menace re-release. And then summer, I think, you know, officially starts like mid-June, so. All right. Fine. Have it then. So, the the release schedule, I guess it's all been sort of, it's like, was... skeleton crew once and actually officially announced that it was coming out before this yeah i think they were like at one time Mm -hmm. it was going to be out that like the initial they never gave it a specific date but they said 2023 got you okay and it looks like it could have gotten delayed essentially and so at the moment officially they're both coming out this year, mm-hmm. but they've not officially said when or in what order. That is correct. <clears throat> I was initially thinking we would see Skeleton Crew first because it was supposed to come out before Acolyte, you know, originally. So, but it, that doesn't seem like it's the case. Uh, I would, I would guess that um strategically acolytes probably better to bring out first probably i think because so. you know it's like like ahsoka like would sort of more i don't know like more sort of not what am I wording am I sort of looking for? I, I guess, I, yeah, like skewing a bit younger with like Ahsoka. And yeah. then maybe like, you know, the Acolytes are older and then you've got the younger again, um, which is further down younger um, from what we know from Ahsoka again. So it, it, it's a good graph of... Dun, 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 dun. But... Um, I am, my hopes are very high for this. Me too. Like, Skeleton Crew, it's more just like, yeah, I'll watch it and it'll probably be, like, I'm, I'm just in the middle. So I am yeah. set for a huge, uh, 
if it is good, I'll be beyond thrilled. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty just. That's how I kind of feel about Skeleton Crew, but also a little excited because we know so little about it overall. You know, like I think uh, with uh, all the High Republic stuff, Acolyte, even not knowing exactly, but you might know a little more of, of what you would be in store for. Skeleton Crew just seems unknown besides Jude Law being in it. Yeah, like... I don't know. Like, sort of apart from it being in Star Wars, I've, I've sort of seen nothing that... like, to watch it for. Sean Watts, the guy that did the three most recent Spider-Man movies, the fact that he's involved with it has me kind of excited because I love those movies. All right, all right. They were good web spinning and all that. Um, oh, I did. Um, I did come up with something before when I was looking for something for Andor for some reason. And I, oh, no, no, no. I was deleting things off the live stream, you know, like old pictures and stuff to like free some clutter. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think I've ever noticed this guy before um, in the greatest or one of the greatest scenes in the greatest episode of television ever. This dude. Man, he's having a good time. Oof. He is feeling the vibe. So if you're listening to the podcast, this is um, Kino realizing he can't swim in Andor. And there's a guy behind him. Doing his best Robert De Niro impression. <laughs> so I um I, I did a little memeified caption hoards of it. Nice. Did you put this together while we were waiting to, to get going? No, nah, sort of, but not really. I got In you. that time frame. While we're texting, probably. It's still though. Excellent work. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, if you're on the podcast, I did a, a silly meme, which I will tweet out. So there you go. Um, I'm, I'm taking longer to explain that I'm not going to explain it than actually explaining it. It's very tragic. I'm caught in a loop. Help me, horse. Help me. Get me out of this. Um, what's the next piece on the agenda after Acolyte maybe comes? Oh. oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> Feels much better. Off the rails. Sorry. Um, ah, I just have to bring this up because it's so funny. Like there's a line in it that's so funny that I can't, like, it's, it's just a waste to not bring it up. I know on your podcast, you didn't really want to talk about it too much, but, um, oh no, I'm fine to talk about it with you. Yeah. Let's, I just, oh my, I know exactly what you're going to say. Do you know what I'm talking? I don't. I don't think. I. I don't want to. No, don't guess because it might not be what I'm It is what because I think I sent you the image. Ah, yes, spot on, spot on. Um, Gina Carano suing Lucasfilm. Is it really that she's trying to get her job back? Is is that like really? So that's part of it. She wants to have her casting reinstated, and I just how awkward would that be the first day back to work? Well, what about the second day? Um, 
the um it would seem to me that if you were going to sue because she's asking for seventy five thousand dollars and her job back don't worry about the job back bit that's like it's not going to work out right mm-hmm. just just go for a half mil do you know what I mean? It just seems so much smarter. But the 75 is just like, it's almost because it's 75, it's like, oh, you can't even take that seriously. Right. I didn't realize that was the amount, like the the dollar amount she was suing well, for. And it sounds like, because it's it said in the thing that um, she got paid $25,000 an episode. Is that right? <laughs> Which is fascinating. Like, because I always wonder, like, how many, how much money do people get for, for doing this? So it's like, you've got to put me in the next season and pay me for the three episodes I missed. Like, it, it's, but um, anyway, it is so funny. Hawes sent me this, this caption, this, this video highlighted for me. And it says, oh, it's not very big on my screen. Wait there. You want me to read it? Because it's big on mine. Okay, go for it. Carano was terminated from her role as swiftly as her character's peaceful home planet of Alderaan had been destroyed by the Death Star in an earlier Star Wars film. Now, I need to point out, this isn't like the like the deadline article, like trying to like, this This is is in the court filing. Yes. (laughs) Like using like reference, pop culture references from the franchise you're suing. That's. It's good. Look, it's a good look. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty wild, but yeah, good luck. Um, this is what I'm interested in with her, right? How's she doing all the blocking? Is it manual? Has she got can you can you buy a program that just blocks anyone that because then you also have to like that wouldn't work either because like you can't just block everyone that mentions you because right. you'd be blocking people that um that lick your boots. So is, is she is she got like a team is she doing it herself? like uh, she might have someone helping with her helping her with it but it also seems like she's got plenty of free time to just do it herself i'm interested in that i would love to know hmm. um that's all i got on my list is there anything awesome. else not that i can think of buddy i think we went through it all all right, sweet. Well, um, it was good to get out of the way. Now that I'm back yeah. from Australia. I went to Chicago as well. How was that being back in in Chicago? Um, oh, I did. I did go. Oh, I should go to that the old haunted hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, because I had so much. Like, it was just like every minute I was in there was so. Oh, actually, there was about five minutes. It weren't that fun. But um, apart from that, um. The um, and then I was just like, wait, there's nothing there. <laughs> like, yeah, like why? Uh, you just be there and uh, people that are staying at the hotel. Um, oh my god, uh, Sal says that Liz printed out the whole motion, and uh, Liz just would have had a, a field day. I, her, I would love to know what her opinion is on the that. sharp legal mind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But um, I did go to, which this was never, I don't, it, maybe it wasn't there then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, international McDonald's tours. What? What? <laughs> Is that what I think it is, where you can go to a McDonald's and they have all the weird stuff that they don't have on the U.S. menu? They've got a selected, like a, a little curated selection of unavailable McDonald's foods from around the world that apparently rotate in and out. I'm jealous. What'd you get? I have to know what you guys got now. Oh my god, it's your face horse. I I you know I that fascinates me. Those items you can't get over here. Well, um I've got this new technology that that, that can look into the future. Mm-hmm. Right? Here's Hawes out the front of International McDonald's. We got to go inside. I'm just too excited. I I would be even more excited than that. Hey, anyone watching this is uses StreamYard. Is there a setting that I can not make it fade out towards the end of the quote? Because it's so annoying. Oh, I don't know. No, but do you notice how it sort of fades out? Mm-hmm. Like it's not a just hard a, out? Right. I guess I could just add on an extra second when I, but I'm not going to go back in time. I don't I don't have that. Ex, that extra second has been deleted, Hawes. And you'd have to find the original video and get it again. If you think you've got problems, take a look. Sorry, I just remembered all those video things. They're too good. Man, um, I wonder what he's up to now. Rick. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he's up to. He should start vlogging. If Rick McCollum started a YouTube channel, he's like, what's up, subscribers? Today I'm going to Prague. <laughs> Oh, I remember my days there with Liam. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of having a vlog, um, I see um, The Undertaker now has a YouTube channel. And so he was like reviewing some wrestling thing and he's got like The Undertaker version of the excited YouTube face. It's just like, oh, bro, you look so whack. That man had to, like, was he just bad with money? Like, no, exceptional. Then He made so much money. Then what's the deal? What's he doing? Maybe he just He wants it. to make more and more. He's had a, he's had a divorce, so. Uh, yeah, that probably drained the, drained the funds a little bit. Mm. Mrs. Undertaker not around anymore. Oh, he's got a new, he's got a new taker. Okay. And he had had her name on his neck, Sarah. Well just that just the S A R A version. And then um yeah, divorced. And then she married then he married Michelle McCool, also a, a wrestler. He's gonna have to get some extra room on his neck then. That's a lot longer than Sarah. Imagine imagine if you got McCool. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hell yeah. He, he looked. He looked pretty McCool in the thumbnail. Well, I, 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 we've got the technology. I got. I, I have up. to see it. I see. I hope it's as bad as I uh, 
remember. Undertaker. YouTube. I saw a really nice Steve Austin post about his cat the other day. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, wait. I've, I've hit the Undertaker. Oh, wait. Is it? Oh, no. It says the official Undertaker channel. His, his, Did he his, change his, it? No, his channel thing is the Undertaker 3360. Like... Oh, this is that's odd. big boomer energy. What is that? What's 3360? I don't know. Maybe his birthday is March 3rd, 1960. Oh, I got you. I, I thought it might have been like, I just gave, yeah. I don't know if this is the original. This, this isn't him. I think I've been suckered. I, I think just because it said the official channel, I thought it was the official channel. This is big. This has ended up like quite embarrassing. Oh, it's Sean Hoffman says Stone Cold and Poncho is some of the best content on the internet, and I agree. That's his cat's name, Poncho. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, vindication. Vindication. Oh my god. Oh, I, I'm just too excited. God, I love being right. It's it's the best. Wait, I'm gonna get on this one. Six feet under, episode one. No, no, don't. He looks like he's on the toilet. <laughs> and he's got a ye olde microphone. He does, and I bet he doesn't. That's that straight up looks like ye olde microphone PNG. Sure it is, because he's not even using one of those mics. I like to think that he did that thumbnail himself. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I like to think that he did. You reckon he's like um, texting Kane? Like, how do you get mm -hmm. that effect? Like, mm -hmm. you know. So um, he's got a podcast, Six Feet Under with Mark Calloway. Let's see how it's. Hey, 171K okay, so... uh, subscribers. Well, what is The Undertaker? Oh, his uh his thumbnail. He looks like he was on that show, uh Scared Straight. You ever seen that yeah. where they take the kids to prison? Oh yeah. What about that one like sixty days where just normal people go to prison for like it's like what are you doing? Not not my idea, but I saw ads for it when I'm like watching the cable TV at my mum and dad's house. Wait um a second. How, how's are you gonna what? say what I'm gonna say? I'll let my you go. Mouth my Mount Rushmore of the little dudes. Ah, uh, <laughs> that wasn't what I saw. I was just laughing that the undertaker, the phenom has a Patreon. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's his big thing. I've noticed he's, he does like my Mount Rushmore of, Oh, and do you know how, like, like, I don't, I don't think the undertaker is, um, my type of dude. If you get okay. what I mean. Okay. And um, he he did he did I I watched a couple a couple months ago, and he was doing Mount Rushmore of of under six footers or something, and he mentions Chris Bonoir right, and talks about what a great wrestler he is, and just doesn't mention like anything else about him. 
Like, doesn't just say, like, at the start, like, ignoring what happened. It was, like, but, you know, as a, like, just just mentions that, like, nothing happened. And I was just like, oh, bro. I, I have come to find out that most people involved with wrestling are not my type of dude. You know what I mean, it seems? No, I, 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 there's a lot of good ones, but. um, I'm sure there are. If but you want to be a bad one. the kind that want to uh, cock a duty on somebody's head. Man, if you want to, if you want to be a bad one, that's that seems pretty in, easy. Good environment, good environment. Um, all right, well, that was. Uh, I don't know where that went off. I, I, I just love the thumbnail, buddy. So what we should do? I, I this just came to me for the thirtieth or twenty fifth anniversary of, um, Phantom Menace. We gotta have a stream where we watch the MTV live from Skywalker Ranch special. Oh, that's a way better idea than what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, what did you uh, think I was going to say? I feel like, oh, live stream from the cinema together. <laughs> well, both in, we both try to synchronize yeah. um, phones. Oh, no, and no, when we watch it. Oh, right. And like, like the we have to like, at the same time. we have to like get the th- theater managers to like, all right, da, da, now we still like a live commentary no. with audience. That MTV, I watch it every like maybe once a year. It is such a time capsule. All right, I'm definitely. It's on. I'm, it's all on um, YouTube. I am. I'm not going to watch it now. Right. No. So no I'm, I'm going to say. I have time. And, and so, is that where like Limp Biscuits at Skywalker oh, yeah, Ranch Korn and stuff? Is, and they're interviewing the lead singer of Corn, and he's all awkward. And they're like, "Who's your favorite Star Wars character?" And he goes, "Boba Fett. Who else would it be?" You know, 1999, 16-year-old Halls was like, that's why you're my dude. Dude, that just sounds like all he needed to make that just the triumphant was if, if he was like patting a, a stray raccoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. And, and the guy that's interviewing him, it's really weird. He goes, yeah, you know, there's rumors that Boba Fett's going to be a big part of the next one. And he's like, oh, I can't wait. The um, I like, I just can't imagine you that day. Just I don't like, think you like looking back, right? With the the sharp cynicism of adulthood, like now you're just like, mate, you don't know how good you had it. You should have enjoyed it more. I, I, I and I enjoyed it a lot, and I should have enjoyed it more. Ooh, what a time! That was my thing when um, they started, like they brought out a special edition and I'm like, this is it. So I've got to buy all the, and it, it almost killed me. That first week of just being in the cinema, just like, <laughs> there's only so many times a week you can see a film you've already seen a hundred times. I know, man. And it's Ugh. less than 12. I've got to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, oof. yeah, that whole period, like, special editions into shadows of the empire into um prequels oh mtv specials about the phantom menace matt penfield you remember matt penfield he's my favorite vj bald guy he hosted 120 minutes oh vaguely vaguely um what a time to be alive. All right. We'll do that for sure. All but right. next week we should do the um, podcast. 
Yeah. I just need to get this out. It's I, I'd like to blame Corey, if you don't mind. Please. He's a well, because I normally so do the happy. news things with him. And um, I, 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 was, I was caught in a flux because I was like, Corey's, like, busy. And then I was like, oh, I could just do, like, ones. I was thinking about doing ones every day, like, little ones, mm-hmm. right? Then I was like, well, there's too much because I haven't done one for a while. There's too much news. And if I do that by myself, I'll be like, I'll go mental. Mm-hmm. Trapped in a live YouTube podcast vortex. <laughs> but, um, oh, hey, if anyone, uh, I, get, I don't know if it's still going, but um, God, it jumped from last time I looked at the time, it was like 47, I'm sure. I feel like we did an hour not on Star Wars. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, at the end, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, say you uh, go. I was just going to say, you were saying if anyone. Ah, was watching on um, Instagram. Just to let me know, like, it. I have no idea what, what's happening. Mm-hmm. But um, enjoy that on, on the gram. But, um, yeah, clearly this episode's gone on. Long enough. Fair enough. So, Hawes, Blue Harvest, recording at the end of the week. Who knows what may or may not happen in Star Wars or what we'll find out what may or may not happen in Mm -hmm. Star Wars. There may be Mm -hmm. stuff now that is now not happening by the time Hawes podcasts and vice versa. Tell the good people of the internet all about it. Uh, Blue Harvest, wherever you listen to podcasts. I also do High Potion with my buddy Steve. It's a video game podcast. Also on all the places you listen to podcasts. Oh, and uh, I'm going to be doing a 17-hour, or a, a, not 17, 72-hour straight stream starting February 28th at 11 p.m. Central on Twitch. 72 hours straight. Not really. How long are you doing the stream for, Hawes? I don't, until I get tired and go night-night. But it'll be starting at 11 p.m. Central. I was just trying to mess with. Well, I am messed with. Yeah. I, um, I reckon three hours. We should. Yeah, maybe three to seven. (laughs) The first night. I'm very excited for that game, Steel. Three hours seems too short. May that force be with you. Thanks for uh, <laughs> watching and listening and, and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah. Don't make me ring your mum, Oz. I won't. You might want to. It still says you're live. That's a bit. Oh, fair. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oof. Perfect. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.